You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome back to The Strong Room. Whether you have already achieved your financial goals or want to make sure you protect what you've built already, good estate planning is vital in safeguarding financial security. In conversation with Peter Watts of News Talk 770, Sherry McMillan, the founder and president of McMillan Estate Planning, explains that proactive estate planning is important for families and family business owners. In the fact that business owners have an opportunity right now to do some tax work that they may not otherwise have once we come through the recovery. And so we all know we will come into a a recovery and we don't know the date of that. But what we do know is when we're being retracted and when our values are being diminished, when the cycles are negative, what it means is if we were to evaluate our business in this moment in time, our value of our business may be lesser than it traditionally is. And that may sound strange that that's a window of opportunity, but it is when we're planning our estates. So if you think about crafting your wealth and you think about starting a business, typically we start a business with a dollar and then we start to build it up. So let's say by the time we hit retirement, our business were $10 million and we go into retirement and then we have key people and maybe good children involved and associated with the business. And by the time we pass on, the business is worth $20 million. Well, unfortunately, what that means to us is we're going to pay tax on $20 million when we pass on, when we try and eventually leave that business to the next generation, or alternatively, we're going to pay tax when we sell it. But there's this really unique privilege that we have in Canada called an estate freeze. And what you want to do is before your business grows too rapidly and too large, you want to freeze out the taxation's growth out of your own estate. And so one of the opportunities we have is, let's say, going back to that example, my business has grown to $10 million, I'm about to retire. I can freeze that value with the CRA and lock it down as part of my estate calculation. So my taxation now is, let's say, 2 or $3 million in my estate. And then what I do is I do a special technique um, with our families and our CAs where we call it a withering estate freeze, where we eat away at that $3 million of tax that we have by taking that as your annual income through your retirement phase of life. So by the time you pass on, we don't actually pay tax on that $10 million at all because we've paid it very slowly at a diminished value of tax through the course of your life because you needed to spend money anyway. Then the beauty is that the next $10 million of growth isn't in your estate, it's in the next generation's estate. And so we defer tax, let's say another two or three million for a whole generation. Well, imagine taking two or three million and holding onto it as a family for generations. It has such a powerful impact of opportunity for us as families. So as bizarre as this may sound, even though we've come through you know, a downturn, the fact is potentially some of our businesses could be valued at quite a low level today and we could lock out CRA right now as we speak before we have that rebound effect and then we've lost opportunity on that tax freeze for our families. And for over 20 years, McMillan Estate Planning has helped families protect their estates with proactive strategies that work. Sherry McMillan talks about the kinds of assets that need safeguarding. 
our RRSPs, for example, and our RIF programs. Those are assets that if we had any losses in them, let's say due to stock market volatility, we can't write them off because we didn't get um, a privilege to have a deduction within those accounts. So we want those to be safe and we need them to grow for us because the whole point is they're going to give us a foundation for retirement. They're going to give us a portion of pension. The other um, portions of assets that most families are really concerned about today with the way the economy has been this last calendar year is obviously all of their cash, all their investment accounts. So even outside of their RRSPs and RIFs, families are stating to us, look, we want to, and we're being pursued for our services in order to make sure we're safeguarding those asset bases and preserving those asset bases and not losing capital and making sure that the yield can be created off of those asset bases for providing that lifestyle of income. So I think when we think about our asset base as a whole, it becomes, well, what are we going to be using to provide us an income stream for the balance of our life? And one of the sensitive areas today in the marketplace is the stock market. Now, I want to tell you that it's not just today. Although we've been through a really, really tough year, the fact is we're going to have tough years if we're in retirement for decades anyway. So it's about how do you plan for that and how do you brace yourself to plan properly? And one of the wonderful options that we have in trust law is that in industry, we can demand when we're wealthy and we have this privilege, but we don't often know this because we've often grown up in what we call the bank law system, where we take all the market risk on our shoulders as a family unit. So if I'm playing devil's advocate, the stock market crashes by 25%, well, so does my portfolio and I just have to contend with that. The difference is through trust laws in Canada, we can negotiate with the institutions and say, look, I'm very wealthy. I'm going to bring you, you know, one, five, $28 million deposits. I'm not prepared to risk my asset base I created in my life. I worked very hard for it. And I want to make sure that my capital is always preserved for myself and my family. And lo and behold, when you have this kind of affluence, you can command and demand that kind of uh, opportunity. And so principal guaranteeing our asset base during our retirement is a very important fundamental and then in addition producing good income that's tax efficient because it's one thing to make money Peter but if you don't get to keep it because you pay it out all in taxation um, we're not ahead and so it's also about the efficiency of not just the investment itself but how is it going to be taxed and what does that leave for me in my genes principal guarantees really interesting topic explain that for us so that we understand what it means Okay, so it's a very wonderful privilege that we have in Canada. It's a developing industry. I would suggest to you that it probably has unfolded the most in the last 25 years, but we're very, very blessed now in Canada. Even if you're very mature in years, let's say you're 93, you can actually attain a principal guarantee through trust laws. And so one of the really unique options is usually if I want a principal guarantee, I have to buy something uber conservative and then I have to forego yield. I mean, that's the most commonly understood. So I have to buy a GIC or a bond. And as we all know today in the current interest 
interest rate market. That means I'm not going to have a high performance for my retirement. And it means my lifestyle is jeopardized too, Peter, because if I can only earn one or two or 4% in safety, then I have to reduce how my lifestyle looks. But if I have the privilege to buy good quality investments, like let's say blue chip dividends, but I can insure the capital, then all of a sudden my income can go up to six, eight, tens, but I'm not putting my capital at risk for my family. And the banks want this business. Please understand, they make money on our money. And this is not a secret. This is how the wealthy get wealthier. Um, This has been going on for literally hundreds of years. And we're just now taking advantage of it in modern times as families in Canada. And so I think many of us don't even realize we have this privilege. And so we like families to know that trust law can provide so many wonderful benefits. Now, there's other subsidiary benefits beyond the capital preservation. And I think this is really important for my families that have an entrepreneurial spirit. Usually, if they've created their wealth through business ownership, even if they retire, Peter, they keep going. They stay on boards of directors. They keep their hand in one or two businesses. They help their kids start businesses. I call them serial entrepreneurs because they're never quite finished. But what ends up happening is... Um, they w- they are taking on some liability risk. And then the other group of wealthy families is the group that snowbird. They go down to the U.S. and they take on liability just by merely being in the U.S. you're taking on liability. If you hold your estate by owning it personally and using a will, instead of using trust planning, what happens is you don't have privacy on those assets, those cash pools, your RSPs, and so forth. But if you plan through trust laws instead, what can happen is you can privatize your entire estate and make it lawsuit protected and credit protected for the balance of your life for the decades ahead. So not only have you used this tool at one level to get that guarantee on your asset base, but now you're also doing it to privatize it and lawsuit protect it and lock it in for your family permanently through life. So you can see why we call it life planning. It's not about dying at all. Our thanks to Sherry McMillan for her contribution on the program today. The life planning topic she highlighted on the program will be covered in more detail at the McMillan Estate Planning Seminar Wednesday evening, October 26th. It's easy to pre-register online at macmillanestate.com. This is The Strong Room.